What's up, you cheeseheads? Welcome back to Big Third Down, Season 3, Episode 1, another season of the world's most popular podcast about the Packers. Yeah, it's been a really great offseason following uh, an absolutely wonderful last season. Uh, we entered a lot of contests for our podcast. We won uh, World's we Greatest We don't enter podcast. them ourselves. We get nominated because people love the brand so much. Yeah, we can't really help it. We skipped the Oscars because that seems kind of played out. Um, I understand we may or may not have won Best Documentary. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. not sure. We probably should. We probably won a couple Tonys, but I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so obviously last year was a huge success. We're trying not to let it go to our heads because we already have so much going for us in life like that we're I mean we're Packer fans which is lucky and we can't let our own personal success get in the way of what really matters which is the success of the Green Bay Packers that's right trying to be selfless trying to think of it that way uh we were in negotiations for a little while uh with NPR to try to bring our podcast to the airwaves uh but the the talk sort of broke down yeah forget them yeah no. You know what? People want us to sacrifice our integrity. Forget about it. Yeah, no. We're, we're here. We're here. We're keeping it raw. Yeah, we're not going to just, you know, go corporate or anything like that. You know, like they were talking about how we couldn't have, you know, they were not going to give us a 30-pack of High Life for every episode, which I think is, you know, just generally absolute bummer. The podcasters got to eat too, you know? Yeah. And mostly drink. I mean, podcasters <laughs> mostly need to drink. That's the important part. And occasionally Doritos, that's pretty nice. So anyway, we'd like to thank you for joining us on this, uh, on this little ride that we're going to go on and take you through the next season, which, of course, will be culminating in a Super Bowl. Undefeated, win the Super Bowl... Can't wait. How many touchdowns do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to throw to Jimmy Graham in the next Super Bowl? In the Super Bowl game itself? Yes. I don't know, probably seven or eight. Where is the next Super Bowl? Who cares? That's right. <laughs> I have no That's idea. Right. It's probably, I don't know. Given that they now put it in places like Indianapolis, it's probably somewhere terrible like Cincinnati or something like that. I don't yeah, but it's got to be in a dome. If it's in a Midwest city... They need a dome. They had it in Minneapolis last year, which, like, oh, God. I'm glad the Packers didn't make it to the Super Bowl last year, because then we would have had to go to Minneapolis, which would have sucked. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I kind of wish that they were there. I would have gone better. I would have watched on TV, because I don't want to have to be there with all those Vikings fans, but I will certainly watch them on TV. We'll watch them cry. All right, but it's 2018. We got a new year, new season coming. That means we got a new team. And that means that we're kind of missing a couple people in particular. Obviously, we're all going to miss the presence of Jordy Nelson on the team. One of my all-time favorite Jordys, next to that uh, six-year-old French rapper from the uh, 1990s. Jordy also uh, is responsible for Farm Fresh Flakes, which is pretty easily the number one all-time Packers breakfast cereal. There's really not. I've got an unopened box on top of my refrigerator because I know that one day I'm going to be in a near-death experience and need to eat, and that is going to save my life. And you know what, Dan, you know this. That will not be the first time that Jordy has saved my life. That's true. I'll never forget the episode in Chicago uh, when it was the coldest game ever in Soldier Field. Packers Dan and Packers Kyle were in attendance with Packers Kristen freezing like I've never frozen before. I've never been so cold in my life as that game. The Bears tied it up late, and Dan, you turned to me, 
And I remember you looked in my eyes and you said, Kyle, if this goes to overtime, I'm going to kill myself because I cannot stand here any longer. But then what happened? Jordy caught, what, like a 60-yard pass? Mason Crosby kicked the field goal? We got to go home. I've never felt that way in my entire life. Have you ever seen... I felt like we were in the movie Inception in, like, the snow scene. You know, like, when it's super cold and they're doing whatever it is and time is going backwards and stuff. Like, I sort of slipped out of reality and I wasn't really there anymore. And then I saw the pass arcing toward Jordy and I was like, there's no way that his hands are unfrozen enough to catch this ball. And then he caught the ball... And I think I had a couple of heart attacks, like, at the same time, which actually ended up being, like, like a double heart attack reverses itself and actually makes your heart stronger. Uh, oh, that's interesting. Is so that that's what happened, happened to, like, Nikki Six. That, exa- that's why my heart is so powerful now, is because uh-huh. I got to see that, and I had two heart attacks at the same time. Yeah, but you know what I bet it was? Like, I bet his hands were frozen, and I bet that Aaron knew that, and so he just spit on the ball a bunch before throwing it, and then... When it landed, the water melted with water, and they just froze to his hands. It's a little known fact that the ball, when it comes out of Aaron Rodgers' hands, tends to uh, be roughly about 145 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. It's incredibly hot. Most people can't even catch it, you know? It's just so... It's like a loaf of banana bread right out of the oven. Ooh, you're turning me on. <laughs> a little too spicy. It's not me. It's the Packers. All right. Well, so we still have Aaron. So I don't know. Other people were missing this year. We lost. Uh, Demarius Randall was traded away. Um, definitely the best number 23 to ever play sports. <laughs> yeah, he definitely had some moments. I know. I liked how he always wore uh, long sleeves and it was really hot out because it was like a mental thing, you know. Yeah, he, he had a couple important picks. He had a couple plays. But, uh, you know, we got some other young guys that we'll get to in a minute. So I, I'm not that worried. Uh, another player that's going to be leaving the Green Bay Packers is uh, Jeff Janis. And let me talk about some of the things that we're really going to miss about Jeff Janis. Uh, um, He's had some... Uh, uh, he made uh, some tackles on the punt team. Did he? I think, I think probably. I mean, his name's Jeff. That's uh, that's cool. Um yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, you know what? I think that this year's team will probably be fine. Yeah, I think, I'm not, I think we're in good shape. So, uh, I don't know. Let's get into, with every loss comes a new opportunity. So, let's get into some of these new guys. Uh, I had attempt. I was hoping to really get to know the new guys from for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, an issue, I sent them all questionnaires in which they were supposed to detail a lot of their sort of personal information because it's kind of like, you know, the public wants to know, our millions of listeners want to know. Um, however, I have yet to receive responses to my questions. Um, you know, the Packers keep saying, please stop contacting us, Mr. You know, Packers Dan and all that. And I think that's kind of unfair because the people really deserve to know. However, there's a way around it. Uh, luckily, we have the big third down supercomputer. Ooh which is actually a regular computer that I spilled the tall boy of high life on. And it gave the computer these, it's sort of like I hacked it kind of, um, it's become incredibly powerful. It's like that computer that beat Gary Casper off at chess. Um, and it can run hundreds of millions of like linear regressions and do all these like algorithms. I'm not a mathematician or anything like that. I'm I'm kind of a mathematician, but like, you know, not quite because I can remember the numbers of the Packers. Um, but what it does is it runs all these sort of calculations and it can figure out to a reasonable degree of scientific certainty, 
all of these sort of like personal facts about these players just from feeding in the data that we have about them, you know? Um, so tell us who's first up here, Kyle. Well, I mean, start with the first pick, the first round, uh, Jair Alexander, Jair? I think it's Jerry Jerry Alexander. Alexander. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Hey, if you're listening, uh, Jerry Alexander, come on the podcast. Tell us how to pronounce your name. Uh, and also tell us how the computer did on guessing your things. You can send us an email at... Uh, JohnnyJollyRogers at gmail.com. Uh, so let's get into it. Uh, computer, let's see what you've got. Uh, type in Jairi Alexander. Boop, 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 boop. Okay, here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Okay, there we go. Uh, favorite fast food restaurant of Jair Alexander and or Jerry Alexander. Fazoli's. Uh, oh, it'll fit right in in Wisconsin, for mm-hmm. sure. That's a great choice. I'm sure they have Green Bay locations, or at least like De Pere or something like that. The breadsticks mm-hmm. are absolutely delicious. And they they keep coming. Mm-hmm. If you're with Pizzoli's and you'd like to be sponsored, uh, if you'd like to sponsor the Big Third Down Podcast, just go we ahead and... We will eat uh, your breadsticks. Yeah, that's it's absolutely It's not a true. euphemism. We mean that. <laughs> I mean, I'll do what I did in high school, which is come to your restaurant, eat the breadsticks, and then leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Free breadsticks. Anyway. All right. Let's go to the next question here. Um, favorite Police Academy movie? Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol. That's a great choice. I had it on VHS as a young man. I'm not sure how Mr. Alexander discovered it since it obviously I've came out. I've never seen it, and he's younger than I am. So came out I'd... several years before he was born. But obviously, love Steve Gutenberg. Uh, which, a man of great cinematic taste, you yeah, know, what can you say? I believe that won the Best Picture Oscar the year that it came out. Ah, interesting. Anyway. Um, and now to our... We, I mean, we have just so much information about Jair Alexander because the supercomputer, it's still printing. The printout is still coming. We're just wasting reams and reams of paper. (coughs) Uh, Interesting fun fact about Jair Alexander... <coughs> he is the son of Jason Alexander. He's giving Alexa- you a cough. Yeah, He's no. giving you a cough right now. <laughs> he is the son of Jason Alexander from Seinfeld, uh, which is incredible because he doesn't look terribly athletic or anything like that. But No, I would have never guessed. But you know what? Uh, that's what I get for trying to judge an actor by his appearance. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's right. All right. All right, who's next? We got a uh, second round pick was, ooh, I like this guy a lot, Josh Jackson. Watched him play in college. Watched him play in Camp Randall in Madison last year. This is a fun fact. I love this stat because the Badgers just destroyed the Hawkeyes in this game. The Hawkeyes' entire offense combined for 66 total yards the entire game. Zero touchdowns. Of course, they didn't even have like the entire length of the field throughout the game. But Josh Jackson, individually playing defense, he had two interceptions for 95 yards and two touchdowns. He was their team's entire offense, and he played defense. Uh, not exactly like stoked that it happened to the Badgers, but it's encouraging to me that he's comfortable playing in Wisconsin, uh, and he plays for the Packers now, so that's cool. That is pretty sweet. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, plug it into the computer. Uh, boop, 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 boop. All right, that's the sound of the supercomputer working. Uh, let's see the readout. What do we got here? Uh, Josh Jackson, thing that most people don't know, played at Pacey on Dawson's Creek. Oh, I never watched that show. I, I should have done more research I mean, before this episode. I obviously, you're a huge fan of Paula Cole, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. That's how you don't want to wait for your life to be over. You yeah, know? That's yeah, kind of yeah. how I feel about the Packers winning the Super Bowl. Like I yeah. think it should happen every year until I die. Anyway, uh, he had a I long... I don't want to wait. That's right. For the Packers Super Bowl. 
method, and you're like, work let's, let's work on that one. Let's work on that one. We'll cut that out. Okay. Uh, so anyway, he starred on the show for several years, and it's pretty rare that the Packers draft a th- you know, forty-year-old actor um, to the team, but I guess it just seemed like he would be a pretty is, good cover you know, man. This is uh, Brian Gutekunst. Good, good, uh, Brian Gutiberg, uh, his mm-hmm. first draft. He's doing some new things. I kind of like it. I like the aggressive, like outside of the box thinking. You know. So yeah, that's an important fun fact about him. That he was on uh, a top-rated television show for several years while I was in college. Um, another fun fact about him from Iowa, uh, oh. and here the computer says that his favorite thing about Iowa is corn. Uh, the band or the food? Uh, I think you're confusing corn with slipknot which is from iowa i oh, think he must yes. mean the food oh or he meant slipknot he might you know what? i'm not gonna slipknot. i'm not gonna second guess the computer they know it knows everything so all right and moving on to the next packers draft pick that we're going to query the supercomputer about that would be let's talk about jk scott the packers drafted a punter in the fifth round i mean what is this guy's deal i don't know man i mean to find out we're gonna have to feed him into the supercomputer yeah well do it all right, here we go. Boop, 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 boop. Okay. I feel like it's struggling. Yeah. I don't no, know if you can handle all the weight pretty, that we're giving it to it, I think it's probably dumping another high life on it, just to be sure, every once in a while. Yeah. As a hacker. you got to feed the beast, as they say. <laughs> That's yeah. right. All right, so here are, here's what the supercomputer has to say <coughs> about J.K. Scott. Uh, J.K., what does J.K. stand for? Uh, it turns out it's just kicking. Uh, his parents named him just kicking in the hope that he would become, that he would focus on kicking to the detriment of all other things. Like he only kicks. He's like, he just kicks the ever loving hell out of the ball. That's cool. But I, I'll tell you, I saw a picture of him and I'm pretty sure he's 14 years old, which means he's a whiz kid. He's already graduated college and he's like 14. So I don't know. Sorry to the parents that he's extremely successful in multifacets, but uh, good for the Packers that he's extremely good at kicking. Well, he's also a punter, so his parents should have named him JP for just punting, which would have been a better way to go. Yeah, well, that'll that'll teach any parents to put their kids in a box, you know? Yep, that's right. Uh, another fun fact about uh, JK is that he has never eaten at Wendy's because he has a phobia about eating square foods. It's- so he's never been to White Castle either. That's right. He has never eaten anything square. He won't. Yeah, eat. Has he ever had like toast? <laughs> it's tricky. He has the thing is he takes a knife and he cuts it into a circle. Oh, um, he just eats a lot of bagels. Huh? Like a lot of punters, he's a pretty yeah. strange guy. Like he can't eat lots of different kinds of pizza. He can't eat at Rocky Rococo, which is a shame because he's going to be living in Wisconsin. Well, that's, is square. that a rectangle? I don't know. We'll have to ask J.K. Are you? Can you eat rectangles? I mean, as an expert on Rocky Rococo, I can tell you, I, bring, I don't need a tape measure to tell you the, the way that a Rocky Rococo's dimensions actually look. But he can get a pizza cutter, bring it with him, and just cut it into a circle and cut off the crust. And I'm fairly confident that, like, Dean Lowry will eat those. Yeah. Right on. All right, well, I feel like I've gotten to know the new members a little bit. Let's see, like, uh, what else has been going on around the Packers universe? There was a charity softball game. Clay Matthews was pitching, and he took a liner right off the nose. Uh, you should have seen what happened to the softball. Uh, actually, the news articles were wrong. Uh, the The ball was hit, and Clay doesn't use his glove to catch softballs. He uses his face. So he was doing that on purpose. Everybody acted like, oh, he got hit by a softball. But he didn't get hit by a softball. The softball got hit by him. I see. Uh, and... 
Yeah, I think that the I believe actually uh, Rawlings is going to start making a new signature uh, Clay Matthews ball to the face because it just made such an impression on so many people. And yeah, he looked like he was down and bleeding out of his face and stuff like that. But quite honestly, like, do you think that that's not kind of what Clay Matthews likes? Like, yeah. I think he's got kind of a Mick Mankind Foley type thing going on, you know? Yeah. Well, let's see what else is in the headlines here. It's, uh, oh, Brett Favre trying to end youth tackle football. What do you think of that, Kyle? So this is, like, the perfect illustration of the problem with the way that everyone talks about concussions, which is that, like, the people who are, like, really activists, or at least the people who are in the headlines trying to get rid of uh, these dangerous sports, trying to get rid of concussions, are the people who've already suffered so many concussions that I don't know what to think of them. I don't know uh, what to make of Brett Favre saying anything, frankly. I also think that, you know, it's not really fair for Brett Favre to say that kids should not get the chance to throw interceptions uh, the way he did, because... That's a great point. I mean, is he just trying to protect his own legacy? Like, oh, you know, because now if they didn't play tackle football, if they're not going up this way, it would be like, oh, well, like, they didn't play the way I played. He's just setting himself up for, like, a long career as, like, a crotchety public commentator, you know? That's right, and also nobody's ever going to break his uh, world interception record either. I mean, with Drew Brees presumably retiring in the next couple of years, nobody's ever going to touch it. So, you know, if some kid doesn't come up playing football, like, there's a kid out there right now who can really throw interceptions, and he's going to be robbed of that opportunity if he doesn't get to play youth football and learn how to throw interceptions and then come into college and throw a bunch of interceptions and then come into the pros and really throw some goddamn interceptions. Yeah, I mean, all valid points, but I think that we've said enough negative things about Brett Favre for our lifetime, so... Yeah, Brett, I love you. I just want you to know that. Like, <laughs> come on to the podcast. Tell us about the art of throwing interceptions. Like, is it complicated? Yeah, it's super complicated. It's probably the most complicated relationship that I have in my life is my relationship to Brett Favre. But I want you to know, Brett, because I am guarantee you're listening in your tree stand in uh, Mississippi, uh, that... I actually love the way you threw interceptions. I think it was fantastic. It was great. Nothing got me fired up more. Yeah, because then you can come back. That's the thing. You throw an interception, A, you get to tackle the guy, so that's cool. But then, you you know, sure, they score. Let them think they're in the game. Okay, Detroit Lions, here we are. It's a football no. game. And then, boom, back-breaking touchdown. No, you're right. This is the real lesson to the kids out there. When Brett Favre is telling you, <laughs> don't play tackle football, uh, the larger lesson to take away from Brett Favre is what he's done. Not what he's said, but what he's done throughout his career, which is every time you throw an interception, no matter how many times you throw an interception, <coughs> there's always the next play. You can always bounce back. Always keep your head up. Always root for the Packers. Or throw another better interception. There's also that. Nah, Plus, yeah, I mean, you never know. Uh, life's a gamble, you know. And I just want to throw this out there. Here's another thing we have to consider. Brett Favre is pretty crafty. Is it possible that he's doing some like reverse psychology here? That he's saying, don't play, yeah, don't play football, you won't like it. It's like when your parents are like, yeah, don't take a sip of my beer, you won't like it. What if you, what if it actually, they're saying that because it kicks ass? Anyway, this has been another obviously hugely successful episode of Big Third Down. I'm sure we everybody... started the season right, you know. This is like, uh, this is like when the Packers hosted the Saints for the first game of the season as Randall Cobb's Ricky season. And he ran back a punt for a touchdown. First guy born in the 90s to run back a touchdown. That was a lot of facts I just put on you, but I knew you could handle it. And I'd, I'd also like to say something. This is super important. So if you have to, 
turn your car radio up to its maximum volume, turn everything down. Pull tell, over to the side of the road if you're driving. Tell your kids to shut up. Just quiet everybody down. Here's the thing about podcasting. Here is the thing you need to know about podcasting. There is no off-season. There is no off-season to podcasting. This is the season. We're in it. And we're 1-0, and oh, Kyle. What do you think one about that? Oh. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah! Way into it. 1-0. and oh. Go, Pat, go. See you next week-ish. Uh, we'll see. Peace.